0: Hey you, welcome to Build The Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largi, and our amazing Do The Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all, whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million, and if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams. Where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. First, we're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you... How to use your story to gather people because the uh, truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are where you are so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home and I officially welcome you to our family all right let's get started you talk
1: about money, 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 and more money now uh <laughs> think about this for a moment. It is really easy for us to go, okay, great. I'm going to make a million dollars this year. I'm going to add a million dollars this year. I want to get to a million dollars this year. Stay with me. We have only a couple options to make this happen. We look at our products and services and we go, okay, products and services, I see you. Let's get to it. I'm going to Reach out to more people. I'm going to do more creative tactics. We're going to play in SEO. I know what we're going to do. We're going to invest in Facebook ads because that's going to solve the problem, right? No. Sometimes you just need to take a moment and stop and ask yourself how many times realistically are we going to swing the bat? And in the next 30, 60, 90, 120 days. And not only how many times are we going to swing the bat, but the other thing we have to ask ourselves is if we go ahead and swing the bat, how many times are we going to hit a home run? Because the reality of actually making more money, adding money, uh, creating more dollars in our backbone is succumbing to the truth of what's in front of us, the capabilities of our team, the capabilities of our resources, and just knowing where you are and what season it is for you personally and what season it is for everybody around you. Now, you swing the bat 20 times and five of those people say, huh? Industry standard um, for the last 20 years for me has been plus or minus this formula. Now, for those of you who don't know, I built a multiple seven-figure business. Uh, but that but, I, but let me actually preface it in saying I've built a multiple six-figure business first by leaving my home and going on knocking on physical doors in my city, just knocking on doors. I built a multiple seven-figure business uh, by teaching other people how to go and knock on doors. Now, every time we knocked on the door, we did not hit it out of the park. There were many times that we knocked on the door and we definitely didn't hit it on on the park. We didn't knock it out of the park, but what we did do is we generated interest. Let me give you the industry standard. Okay. So one out of every 20, touches, okay? So one out of every 20 touches turn into, we'll call it a lead, okay? So when we think about this number over here, I want you to think or say to yourself, this number is my lead. I need this amount of touches in order to make this number a lead. Now, how many leads do I need to close one? If I were going to start all over again, or if I were going to ramp up real fast or do something neat, I would run with this number. So if one in 20 turns into revenue, then or one in 20 turns into a lead. Ha ah, ha ha. Then five, one in five turn into revenue. So let me write the word lead so that you can screenshot this. Revenue. Bam. Okay. So if this is true. One in 20 opportunities. That means that you've actually got to go through quite a bit of data to to say to yourself, okay, well, well, what's in front of me? What kind of people are in front of me? What kind of people are on my list? Uh, who do we have access to in our city? Are we part of the chamber? Are we Are going to use that list? Like whatever list you're going to use to go to market to go make some dollars, one in 20 is going to turn into an opportunity. One in five is going to turn into revenue, which means that you've got to swing the bat somewhere between 70 and hundred times in order to pull out the four to six sales that make sense. Now, if I were going to swing the bat, stay with me because we're talking about like what is the million dollar month? What is the million dollar year? What does a million dollars actually look like? If I swing the bat every month and my sale, the potential of my sale, the the, the strength of my sale, the strength of the money that we can make is predicated on only I don't know, I'll say a $1,000 offer, then chances are if I get six home runs for the month and I multi- I get $6,000, which is great, which is awesome, okay? But I do that every month for the year and I'm only going to make, I say only and I'm only or I'm going to, depending on where you are. I'm going to make I'm trying to do the math in my head. It's like eighty some thousand dollars. Okay. Eighty some thousand dollars for the year, which is really good money, but that's revenue. That is not dollars I get to put in my pocket because I got expenses in these streets. Now, the truth of the matter is that it takes respectively the same amount of effort in your business right now to pull off a $500 sale as it would a $1,000 sale as would a $2,000 sale as it would a $10,000 sale. And as crazy as this is going to sound as it would a 40, 50, 60, 70, $80,000 sale. And as wild as this might sound to you, even if you're like, but Tiffany, you don't understand. I own a salon. Our highest sale is dollars for me doing hair. One time I go, well, friend, What if I told you that there was a salon owner out there who wanted to learn your technique and would pay you $15,000 to teach you the tech, for you to teach them the technique or teach their entire team? The challenge is never that there's not the opportunity. The biggest challenge is that we're often just thinking too damn small. It's never that we're not thinking big enough, it's that we're just thinking too small. We're thinking too small about our resources, what we have, and what we can sell. I would rather see you knock out of the year. or hit a home run uh, when it comes to just money, money strategy and money thinking in your world and in your business by looking out the door and saying, okay, well, I'm going to back quite a bit. If I'm going to hit four home runs, let me hit four home runs of 25K k apiece." Why is that in crusade? Why is that crazy? Do you know that as a company, it's a lot easier for you to fulfill 25, um, 20, a lot harder for you to uh, fulfill 25 yeses than it is for you to fulfill four yeses? if that made sense to you, can you please just put like some form of an emoji, a statement, a thought uh, in response to that? Because if I can really get you to see that it's easier for you to fulfill four yeses versus 25 yeses, it'll change the way you think about like, how do I add dollars to my bank account? Or what do we do next? Or how do we go to market? Or what's in front of us? That is probably one of the, Uh, easiest ways for you to hit a home run and to hit a home run faster. Now, the challenge for me, whenever I see people who say, oh, we're going to change everything and we're going to turn it all around with a low ticket offer, it's not that your low ticket offer is not great. It's not that cleaning the chimney for $180 is not fantastic because that does lead to bigger sales. It does lead to different things. But I will tell you this, (sighs) sometimes when you need to turn things around, you need to make things as least emotionally taxing as possible. Adding more pressure onto a team or adding more pressure onto yourself or thinking, okay, I'm going to turn around money and I'm just going, we're going to do all these things. Let me tell you from the woman who has 700 ideas every week, trying to execute 500 of them. I'm going to tell you this. And I know you've heard it before, but listen to me just because you can not do, it doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you, just because you can see the road or you heard from a person or you have an idea for how this thing goes or just because you could see the path or you went to a training that gave you the whole roadmap, you're holding onto a workbook with all of the fill in the plates. You bought a course for $2,000 that is sitting on the shelf and you're like, you know what, Tiffany, I could knock this thing out. I'm going to tell you right now, if you could turn your attention, turn your attention, please. Turn your attention, please, to the thought on the right. If I spent all of the 27 days out of the next 30, right? So for the next month, you, your company, your team, whatever it is, and you spent all 27 days to home run four days or three days of yeses, one a piece, and they are north of 10, 20, 30, 40, $50,000, you will totally sure up and clean up financially whatever's in front of you and you can go back to low ticket items period. There is nothing more true for me than thinking to myself, do you have the kind of offer that is delicious to the market? And let me tell you, let me, let me give you a a thought about what high ticket really is. I'm going to give you a thought about what high ticket actually is because high ticket is a visual, visual representation to the world of this is the value that we see in ourselves, the work we do and the offer that we uh, put out into the market. I always organized myself in this way. So one of the questions I used to get early on um, when uh, I get asked about the business I sold. So I was a business partner of Xerox Corporation and Hewlett Packer and a bunch of other like hardware and software type companies. And I got to seven figures, multiple seven figures by teaching other people to master what I had done and knocking on doors and presenting solutions to problems that were inside of small businesses in the physical local city. In addition to that, we dabbled in places outside of our city and our region, and we fooled around a little bit on the East Coast. Now, transparently, I'm going to tell you that sometimes you need the small wins while you're waiting for the big win, but you still need to have two or three fishing rods out. Think Think about it like this. You and I are headed out into the ocean or we're Um, we're headed out to go and catch something. And yes, we need to be prepared for the big fish. But if you've ever really been fishing, you know that you could be there all day waiting on this big fish. You waiting, you're pacing, you're pacing. Some of you are drinking, drinking too much, but you pacing and you're drinking and you're waiting and you're talking and you're thinking about the big, the big fish. So you have this rod over here on the right. It has a different type of a bait that allows for you to attract a different type of opportunity, that allows for you to gather a different type of a yes. Now, the big fish, what it does in your business cycle is it changes. The big fish, what it does in your business cycle is it positions you to have a large win that fills the gap financially, physically, and emotionally inside of your business here. Your low ticket items or the smaller items, you can sell here and there. And do they pay the bill? Sure. Do they allow us to put food on the table sometimes? Sure. Are they important? Yes. Should you have one, not seven? Yes. But you cannot, for me, you cannot have a sea of small ticket items building a brand positioned for small ticket items and then Miss out on the fact that you just need one of these people to say yes. Now take, take a moment and really pull this apart. What would happen if Starbucks became your client next year? What would happen if Disney became one of your clients this year? What would it do to your world if the state became one of your clients this year? In the business I ran, I had maybe two to four of these, what I call big whale, which in my industry is called big ticket, high ticket um offers and closes every year. It is the reason why we stayed in the multiple seven status, but I couldn't feed everybody in between on just these four wins or two wins um, for the year. So we had to have middle, we had to have smaller offers. We had to sell products that were seven, eight, 10, We really didn't sell anything that was under, I would say $5,000. Um, but we had to have them so we could pay bills. So Every, I want you to think of it like this. So when it comes to my money 101, I'm going to draw this out. I'm going to tell you and I'm going to draw it out. So for me, every single month, I want you to think that my month goal is to have my five, I'm going to call it big ticket so that it's true to me. And then my weekly focus is on mid-level, right? So whatever that is for you. So high ticket for us might be, not high ticket for us, but high ticket for me back then was anything that was six figures, like $150,000 was a big ticket for me. Um, But I'm gonna say 100K. Then weekly for me would be my weekly hunt or the thing that I'm looking to collect would be anything that's mid-ticket. So for me, that was about, I would say about 20K could say 10 or 15 depending on on your you know uh on your business model but 20k to about 70k now 70k would still be close to a big ticket and it'd be awesome for us so i don't want to downplay that at all um and then my daily hunts my daily as i if i can try to figure out a spell daily would be anything that's 2k to about 15k the things that i should be looking for daily So if you don't take this away from it, take this away from it, okay? So monthly, big ticket. Weekly, mid-level ticket. These are the things I'm hunting for, looking to close, looking to position, and daily. So if you were like, let's say you're a coach in the coaching industry, the average coaching package might be anywhere from 10 to 25K, so we'll call that high ticket. We'll call mid-level ticket something like a retreat or an intensive that's like, I don't know, a thousand to maybe $5,000 or so. And then we're gonna call low ticket something different. We're gonna call low ticket your book, your core, not your course, but maybe like the independent class. For us, that would be, excuse me, for us, that would be an event, okay? So there's different ways of thinking through what low ticket would be. For us, it's under $500. I don't even know that's low ticket. Um, For us, under $2,000 is low ticket. But if I had to look at us in 2023, we're not selling anything under hundred dollars. I don't think we have it other than a DTDT shirt in that company, but definitely an event. So a large scale event that's priced about $197 to $500 is a low ticket item for me. Now that is my daily push, but the truth is that this model for me doesn't make sense unless you also have a line over here. You don't need 25 yeses of a high ticket offer in order to win. You just need one. What would happen this year if you closed a half a million dollar offer? I've done that multiple times in my career. It is hugely, wildly satisfying. It is ridiculously exciting. It is absolutely, you talk about confidence as a CEO, confidence as a salesperson, confidence as a leader. Like, I don't want you to think that I did it every month for the last 20 years, but I've, I've done it enough times that I could teach someone. I've produced, I produced, presented and closed. I have produced, presented and closed a half a million dollar offer. And then let me say this before I'm done. I've also produced, presented and closed a million dollar offer. The reality is that whether I'm selling time, services, a widget, an experience, It doesn't change the fact that people are willing to pay whatever it is that solves their problem. Just yesterday, I was reading about this man who's a billionaire who's missing in the ocean and he's from the UK. And I was thinking to myself about the kind of money that people just have access to to experience things on this planet. And where sometimes I encounter people, and this is for everybody here because this is the name of the game. We encounter people who we think like... That for them, they've made their ceiling this low when it comes to just money and what they can make. And so therefore they operate in a place of, I'm, I'm, I'm can only have access to or know someone in this space. But on the other side of it, I was thinking to myself, there's this guy who is missing in the ocean. And I don't know if he's been found yet, but he went on a trip. There's a company out there who sells, and I didn't know this. Did you know this? But there's a company out there who sells excursions to go see the Titanic. I, one, I would have never have thought about that. Two, I didn't know that that, that, that was there. And three, I don't know I don't know anybody who has paid for that. I don't know anyone who would pay for that. Um, I, and That's out of my price league for sure. Let me tell you tra- everybody transparently. The ticket to go is $250,000. And I thought to myself, how fascinating is it that I live in a world on the same planet where someone bought a ticket to go and see the Titanic in some form of, I think, a deep sea excursion, I guess it's some form of a underwater device, it must be right, because they're not walking down there. But the reality is that it hit me as much as I was uh, engulfed in wondering and hoping that they did find these humans that are trapped down there. I thought to myself about the fact that there were multiple people that I've never heard of that I don't know on this device, in this device, who had the money to pay $250,000 for a recreational activity. I want that to sink in. I do not believe that all of them are handed money. The other part of it is I know for a fact that the, that the money is on the same planet that I'm in. And, and as crazy as it sounds, someone gave them a $250,000 offer and they said yes to it. And it's purely recreational. Clearly, if you're, if you have the ability to solve a huge problem inside of someone's life or their company, that's going to change the way they live or take care of their family or experience life or employ people, clearly, if someone's willing to pay $250,000 for something recreational, clearly we can both see together that possibly someone's willing to pay $250,000 for the life-saving work that you're doing, period, period. I want that to sink in because it was such a moment for me, even as we have high-ticket offers and we have six-figure offers, I'm like, I don't have a half a million dollar offer. I've been saying this for a long time. I don't have one. Come up with ideas on one. I feel like I can, you know, uh, but it's the industry we'd have to go into. Just this morning, I woke up and I said to myself, that's it. I'm not walking into the fall without a, at least one good offer that's north of 250K. Is it because we're going to go turn all of our attention to go and do it? No, but I know one thing. OK, before I close, I want you to be clear on why I'm going to make a decision, even though we have a six figure offer and we have an six figure offer that we have sold, which means if we have sold a six figure offer, that means that we clearly have the ability to sell more than that. The market cannot buy what you are not offering. And for me, I'm like, you know what? We've never offered a half. Of, we don't have it on a sheet of paper. We don't have it anywhere. Great. So it can't be bought because we're not offering it. There's a thought. There's a thought. How do you offer all you need to all it needs to go on a sheet of paper? That's it. A sheet of paper. That's it. With that I say let the money series continue. I will see you later on today. For multiple times in this day. I believe it's 10 a.m., 12, 3, and 6. Yes, but today's different. Today is different. We have Tequila with Tiffany happening at 5 o'clock. And I have one of the most delicious guests out there. If you wanna talk about high ticket offer, what does it mean to be behind a million dollars? What does it mean to face yourself? This specific Tequila with Tiffany is for women only. um, As I have a high initiative to say, To every woman that I encounter as I begin a brand new journey for myself, yes, I do want you to want more. So more for the woman who wants more begins and gives birth and gets birth today. I can't wait to hear what you think about a high ticket offer. If you have one up your sleeve that you want (sighs) to roll in front of me and you're like, Tiffany, will this work? From the person who has spent 20 years building her career and her life well outside of the industry that I'm in today and other arenas, whether it be tech or hardware, software, uh, food. Like I, I want you to develop one in the next 24 hours. And I want you to consider the fact that if you have one, then you give the ability for the person who is waiting for that solution to say yes. And it'll change your whole year.
0: I promise. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn thing. I can't wait to hear what your thoughts were, what part you loved, and the action that you're going to go take, because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first, it's the person who takes action first. Now, I've got a gift for you, and it is at www.strappedhustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must-haves. That you've got to put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five-star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing. Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your week, day, or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere, and I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you build.